genre. Welcome again to The Doctor's Companion, the dueling genre podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today... I like, oh, I liked how you slipped in the brand. I think, yeah, I'm just trying something new. Um... <laughs> Because like I think I think because my brain wanted to my brain was kind of doing ad libs with Back to the Future, uh-huh. and so I was like, well, what do I put instead of daily podcast? And I was like, oh, do things on Um, okay, and that's the commentary for that thing I just said. <laughs> uh, today we are continuing our journey through series eleven with Ten. uh oh right with season uh tens. <laughs> Gosh, We're man. from the future. We have met the new doctor, was... the new showrunner, and we know everything. <laughs> the doctor's played by Rowan Atkinson. You know? <laughs> that wouldn't even be the first time. It's a callback. <laughs> Turns out that was canon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going back to series 10 with uh, the episode Extremis, uh, which has nothing to do with the uh, iconic Iron Man arc. It is written by Stephen Moffat. <laughs> And uh, we're very excited. I I know that I am very excited to talk about this. This was a big change of pace, in in a season where we were uh, in a in a positive way saying how each episode was kind of its very classic vintage little standalone Who episode. This felt like a big old like old school lost mythology episode, and mm-hmm. it was interesting. What do you, what, what did you guys think? Uh, I actually, um, I, I, I don't think you're wrong, but I also still think that it fits the, uh, the, the, what we're talking about, like the, the sort of like season structure. Yeah. See, thing. that's what I'm talking about. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick that up, but I'm excited. Yeah. Because, it. because it feels like, um, it kind of feels like, you know, like in uh series one, the, the world war three farting alien two-parter or right. Uh, yeah. Or the, or the Cybermen two-parter or like, it feels like that kind of story. That's true. I forget that this is going to wrap up in two episodes. It isn't carrying through to the finale, which is what I thought. Right, right, right. Yeah, we've got two more episodes of this because this is part one of a three-parter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it feels like one of those uh, episodes, um, but it also feels a lot like that Zygon two-parter from last season. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, oh, man, I was I was into this. I loved this. Um, I, I think that Moffat um, is... I, I like I, I I don't know what's going on with him because he's like writing a little different. Like it still feels distinctly Moffat because it still had that sort of like twist thing going on, mm-hmm. um, but not in like a Shyamalan way. Just like in a like, isn't this cool? Look how cool <laughs> this is! Like you know, like one of those one of those things. But I uh, there the, he's his tone is sort of different and. 
I like that he can, um, even in his, what is this? His sixth series. Yeah. Fifth. Is, no. Cause right. Cause season five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 10. Oh yeah. I guess yeah. math is hard. <laughs> yeah. Six. Well, cause tenant tenant messed everything up because like we always for like, how do we do the specials? You know? Right. We yeah. Just don't. Yeah. <laughs> we None of them don't. are really good. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> it's true. They have good moments, but none of them are like really good episodes. No. Um Yeah, so I don't know. I I I really loved this. Uh and I loved that like the tone change and I'd be I'd be really into like a whole run of of Doctor Who with this sort of tone. Uh, to like, just to, just to change things up, like make the show a little less whimsical for a while and sort of like ground it in a weird way. Like I could see this, um, this feels like if you did the John Pertwee era today, this is what I think it would feel like. Um, that sort of grounded doctor and, you know, a relationship with the military and that whole thing. That's what this feels like is sort of the modern equivalent of that. It felt vaguely like Christopher Nolan esque or Ridley Scott esque, and like the mm-hmm. weight, the weight that every that every set and every costume had. Even mm-hmm. the Doctor's jacket in the cold open had like a really cool texture and weight to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I was all about that that costume, by the way. I think that's my new favorite twelve costume. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's great, and and I think we've mentioned the Nolan comparison before when we were talking about the Zygon two parter. Because yeah, it just feels like a big Hollywood blockbuster, yeah, you know, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cass, what 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 are your thoughts? Um, I really liked this, uh, though I am confused as to why it's called um, Extremis. Um, and... oh, wasn't that the email that he sent? Yeah. It was like the file name. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's like the, it. Or, or was it the <laughs> book? Like, the book was called it, it right? No, the Wasn't book the... was called Veritas. Oh, the book was called Veritas. Why would yeah. they call this Veritas? That's interesting. That's a cooler title. Um, yeah. And no, I really liked this. Um, it it really gave me old school Who vibes um, just because of the pacing of it. Um, mm-hmm. I really like when we get like slow burn Doctor Who. Um, and... I really enjoyed the twist. It kind of reminded me of um, both the Matrix movies and like the Doctor Who Matrix. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm interested to see how he deals with his um, his blindness going forward too. Because mm-hmm. like I thought that since he wasn't I guess we're going into spoilers now, but I thought that since he was like part of the simulation that maybe that didn't happen, but I guess it was just like in this span of time or something. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah. What did you guys think of his RoboCop glasses? His, his Sonic glasses? The Sonic glasses. Yes. Well, he's referring to the, the, you know, in RoboCop where it's like goon. Oh, right. Method. Yeah, like Execute. like his the 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 POV the shots POV from yeah, within the, the oh, from oh, oh. the heads up display. Yeah. Right. right. I don't right, know. Right. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Um, I thought it was. Uh, I wasn't crazy about it. I I I I I like it as a way of covering up, um, 
giving a plot reason for why he would be wearing the glasses rather than he's just like, I'm blind. Don't look at me. Yeah. Um, or it also a lot of or a lot of like potentially like comic book guy questions about like how come he how he how he was so good at maneuvering around, you know? Right, 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 right. But but I I also feel like it's a little bit of a cheat. Um, sure. It kind of lessens the sacrifice. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, it's it's fine. And, and you'll be able to see again. Uh, at the, oh, guys, remind me. I, I this is so <laughs> this is weird. OK, you know what? I'm just going to say it now before, so I don't forget. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so I was I, I had a dream about Doctor Who the other night. Sure. <laughs> we all we've all been there. Um, and I, I, I woke up from the dream thinking I had figured out how Moffat's Doctor Who is going to end. Okay. Um, and I am, I am, I am still like almost a week later. I'm still convinced. I think I know. Is this so like, do you guys, is this going to, is this going to be like when you and I thought we cracked force awakens over dinner that one night? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, but remember when, um, so, so I was thinking about, or I guess I was dreaming about, I was dreaming about, um, Capaldi's regeneration, right. And how yeah. we're basically convinced that the next doctor is going to be a woman. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about how Moffat's tenure on Doctor Who started with, uh, you know, he, he wrote the first lines of dialogue that Matt Smith says in uh, End of Time. And his first line is he feels his hair and he says, oh, my God, I'm a girl. <laughs> and then I was like, what if we come full circle and Moffat's last line is something like, Oh my god, I'm a girl, but he's actually a girl now. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that's what man. I dreamed about. That is, <laughs> that, that is good. His his first line with his voice cracking, I'm just like, he's such a baby in those first in the in, in a compliment way in those first moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's like literally he looks he looks even younger in that bit than when we see him again as the raggedy doctor yeah. in the premiere like he looks like two years younger in that yeah. end of time bit I like how long was that thing crashing <laughs> is his hair the same i feel like his hair was like a lot longer in that than it was in the the 11th hour i i think you might be right i don't know okay i can't remember dude so speak we'll, we'll find out in like 10 years when we finish the david Tennant era. Yeah. here oh we God. are finally <laughs> <laughs> i aged so much in 10 years <laughs> i was gonna say you think this podcast is really stressful apparently <laughs> uh, so something about, i will say in defense of the of the of the glasses the specs or whatever oh yeah sure just the image of like a brooding, skinny punk rock doctor in a library with glasses. I'm just like Todd McFarlane would draw the crap out of the twelfth Doctor. Todd McFarlane, <laughs> or just I'm it just I just imagining him like like brooding and like look like you know like Batman when he has like the long ears, you know. Uh huh. I just there's something so freaking metal about the twelfth Doctor. Like, did you guys <laughs> notice the electric guitar in the in the score this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It worked. Oh, oh yeah. Butterfly. Yeah. Um <laughs> what the hell? It's, I'm not, I face my window when I record and I just saw like a butterfly. Okay. And I'm present. I'm in the moment. <laughs> um 
yeah, I, I, I really, I, I think that, um, it's funny because when, when they introduced the 12th doctor and we got that first shot of his outfit. Yes. Um, and it was those, uh, per, we sort of, uh, inspired shots of him mm-hmm. like reaching out and everything oh, and yeah, everyone was, was like, Oh my freaking... God, he's so Pertwee and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. And now we're on the other end of this. And that is not remotely his iconic outfit. No. You know, it's a lot like those weird, like, Oasis cover album photos of Matt Smith they did. Right. Only only that was just the announcement that he was cast. This was, an, this so he like didn't have an outfit yet. Images. Yeah, these were, like, yeah, legit yeah. promo images. Yeah, he looks like an evil wizard. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but I, I I think that I I think it's funny because I remember when we were talking about, I think if you go back to one of our brain trust episodes from a ways back and we were talking about, um, what Capaldi's doctor might be like, I think I even said like, you know, we were talking about like, Oh, what would we like them to wear? And I'm pretty sure I even said a long coat with a hoodie would be the coolest doctor outfit. (laughs) Like, I think and... you can go back and go and listen to that and hear me say that. Because I remember when it hit, I was really disappointed because I like the idea, the concept of an older doctor dressing young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that idea. And then when they when they showed what he was wearing, I was like, really? This is like kind of generic and not special. There's nothing special about this. And uh, and And now we're on the other side of it. And... He has evolved and I just I love that he's like super casual. Yeah. Um, even more so than the ninth doctor, which is arguably the most casual doctor. Uh like he's like literally wearing like jeans and a, a t shirt. Yeah. Right. The it's like it's <laughs> the cool thing about the twelfth doctor is there is a bit of style and professionalism. Like he is always wearing a collared shirt. Or but or, mm-hmm. or or a jacket. There's always he's always he's always mixing the casual with the professional, in in a way that like has a bit of humor and style to it that is so the character. Like wearing a really a really nice blazer, but then just throwing a, a ratty hoodie and like a flaming lip shirt under it. You know, right? Right. Or, or like uh in this episode like a white collared shirt, but the jacket's kind of beat up and kind of dirty. Right. And yeah, it's just like that, that, um, what's the word when two things, the, the, the dissonance of those two images, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like something you couldn't have predicted until they really saw who Capaldi and May 12 into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, this is who they thought those pictures are who they thought they were getting. And then now in this episode and this season is kind of like, well, this is kind of who he became. <laughs> Well, that always seems to be what happens, right? Yeah, is yeah. is like they always the first season of every doctor. The doctor is a very uh, particular way. I mean, I think that I think that um, Moffat really lucked out with Matt Smith in that his ver- his vision of the doctor in that first season was exactly what Matt Smith was. And so those <laughs> things synced up perfectly in yeah. series five. Mm-hmm. But I think with Capaldi, I think Moffat had a particular idea of what he wanted to do with Capaldi and Capaldi was like, yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. And then they go through series, not series eight. And I think that 
by the end of it, they both realized that they were wanting something else out of this. Um, mm-hmm. And that what Moffat thought he was getting with Capaldi wasn't actually what that was. And so it wasn't until series nine that I think the two of them synced up the way that uh, he and Matt Smith did in series five. And that, and that just goes across like the way the episodes were written, the way that the season was structured, the way yeah. that his costume looked, the tone of the show, everything. Cause if you remember like series eight is kind of a mixed bag, like yeah. it, and it, and it doesn't really have its like identity put together yet. Um, and it actually makes me sad that we're only getting three seasons with the two of them. Cause I think I honestly, I'm watching this and I'm like, I think maybe you guys have one more in you. Um, because <laughs> I don't, I don't know that we got, I like, I almost don't even count series eight as a Capaldi season because he's not that guy yet. He's not this guy that I love who's become one of my favorite doctors now. Um, in that first season. That first season is so different than the last two, I think. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that kind of built into the season, though? Like, he was still figuring it out? And I think, because maybe halfway through, like, after they had a few episodes in the bag, Moffat was like, oh, we're doing this wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it's, it's the structure and everything is interesting for that, but it is a little weaker because of that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's you know you think about those opening the that 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 moment in the the day of the doctor where you you see that flash of twelve's eyes and his eyebrows and you know he looks so he he looks like an evil ancient owl uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like I think that's who they thought twelve was going to be and series eight is sort of the process of him shedding that skin and getting into the the skin that we see in this episode. Yeah. Which is interesting because that event is happening at the end of his run as the yeah. doctor. <laughs> yeah. So he's actually not the angry owl by the time that actually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, real time versus continuity <laughs> time, I guess. Yeah, but, we're, we're hardcore metagaming right now. But Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I think we described like at the end of Series 8, I think we described Series 8 as like a series long regeneration story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's accurate. I think you're right about that, Cass. Uh, and I and I I'm just it, it's so fun watching this doctor like he's he's. I think this is the doctor. I can't think of another doctor. Maybe, maybe eight. But I, any other doctor, like, I can't think of another one that has gone through this much of a character arc over the course of his tenure as the doctor. Like, this, this guy in this story is absolutely nothing like the Doctor in his Deep first breath. episode. Yeah. yeah, in Deep Breath. And I, and I think that that's fascinating. And I mean, you know, the Sixth Doctor, they tried to do this sort of thing with the Sixth Doctor. And right. they, they ran out of time. And then you have Big Finish, I guess, yeah. um, doing that. But, but to a certain extent, you know, they, they – they do a good job, but he's still the sixth doctor at the end. Like he's got a little, like a, a larger heart, but he hasn't completely changed the way that Capaldi's doctor. I just has. always imagine six being like a puffy animated, like Disney cat from like the sixties. Uh-huh. 
just so like proud of himself and like kind of like getting you know like mm-hmm. the way that cats like dig into a couch you know right yeah no and he he learns to love in the in the in the uh uh big finish stories yeah, but he's yeah. still never not that cat um, yeah he just you... learns how to get petted and purrs a little <laughs> yeah and more power to him like i'm i'm i the beauty of the show is is how many different colors come out of it you know yeah yeah but it, it's it is i think i mean i'm 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 just so i just it just oh god i'm just so enamored with 12 and how casual he is in this role yeah it just he just looks so comfortable i keep mm-hmm. thinking about um the moment in this episode where nardle calls him an idiot and he kind of like turns around and like shrugs and he's like, everybody thinks that. And he walks out the door like that is 12 to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like yes. that, like encapsulates yeah. him for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm going to be really sad to see him go. It's going to hurt. Yeah. It's it's going to I'm almost. How I don't, do they do this? How do they make it so time. that every doctor hurts? <laughs> how do they do that? I think it, I think it's because. And and uh, you know and a credit to both big both you know the big the big hats and the little hats that that make this 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 machine they they swing for the fences every era they don't like they 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 could have they could have cast any pretty interesting looking white guy with cheekbones mm-hmm. and for for twelve and you know you could argue another you know, straight white guy and but like. Th- each of these each of these iterations of this character are very boldly different from one another and the show in its own way has never really shied away from that and that's yeah i think it's a testament to its longevity more than anything mm-hmm. um so let's talk a little bit about wait do we, do we have any news do we have any like new stuff uh well let's i'll look up i don't think so i don't remember seeing okay. anything well let's go into um, the the plot of the episode proper because there's a lot yeah. of stuff to unpack i would love to hear what 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 cass and and, and scott think of some of the more mythology uh, myth, nope the mythology centric bits <laughs> that i'm still uh, learning about in the long way around which i'm sure you all listen to yeah <laughs> um so are we to believe then that it's actually Missy that's in the vault? See, I have a theory about that. Okay. Um, I think that so at the beginning of the episode, that kick ass day player who was playing like the high death priest or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, uh, high death priest. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but he was good. I just like he was yeah. he was an interesting actor. Uh so he was uh he was saying that, you know, you have to keep the body under surveillance for a thousand years because of relapses you know what what is it with moffat really loves the 1000 years mark yeah you know it's kind of like what edgar wright said about odd numbers he just has like a weird thing about he just thinks odd numbers are cool uh-huh like you know seven evil x's you know it's not oh, yeah 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 it's not six but so yeah maybe maybe he just likes the 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 there's the maybe there's something very uh, mythic about a thousand years yeah i think there's like an absurdity to a thousand years because like nobody's gonna be alive still yeah no one can yeah Yeah. no mortal can perceive a thousand years of life and it's very childish like you know think of the biggest number you can think of like oh a thousand like you know like 
it's kind <laughs> of like echoes of the the fairy tale era that Eleven had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you will sleep for a thousand years. Are you? Capal, the- that makes twelve, without a doubt, the oldest doctor in the tenure of the series. Um, because, because not only is he watching this vault for a thousand years now, but, uh, so he's, he's at least, uh, a thousand years there. Well, and, but then also when he was in that prison punching that wall, right. He was in there for like a freaking, I forget what we figured out, but it was something like 50,000 years. Right. Like it was a really long time. (laughs) I don't know if he has, um, served the full thousand years well yet? see that's the thing so so they said that so sometimes the a time lord will jolt back to life so you have to watch it for a thousand years what if missy the master jolted back up but while that happened like became john sim like reverted back to an old regeneration well that she didn't die because he messed up the machine all uh, right well then Plus I don't know. He's, Maybe, yeah. he's like been in the vault with her like they had dinner, mm-hmm. so unless oh, she right. just he magically her, she turns in. into to John Sim next episode, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Yeah, well, they said it's a it's a it's a master team up story, so it uh, yeah it can't yeah so like it's not a thing where I mean we I I I guarantee we'll see John Sim regenerate into Missy, but. Yeah. At some point, um, and then there'll just be two missies. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think missies. I think that um, I don't. I don't think they're gonna come up with some way for for Missy to turn into John Sam. I, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't know about that. But I, I could see maybe he cheats and says, "Yeah, I'll watch over the master for a thousand years," and then actually like goes back and gets John Sam. Um, and puts him in the vault. You do it. Oh. Um, I'm not sure. I, what, what did what did Missy do exactly to end up in this situation? I think it was do- just. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I guess they didn't specifically say it was because of what she didn't really do anything super evil last season, did she? No, she pushed she pushed uh, Clara into a hole. Well, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I was just gonna say, like, isn't that about the most evil? Well, wasn't she teamed up with the Daleks at one point? Yeah, it was kind of. It, it was very in media res. Like Stephen yeah. Moffat was kind of like, and you know, it's the master, so she's around. She's people she did wanna, something. People want to execute her, right? Um, and yeah, and so uh, I, so Melissa Gomez's series, uh, uh, series return for this season, mm-hmm. um, and kudos, she. In a role that could very easily have been less cool with every return, uh, I thought she found a lot of really cool new avenues in this character, and I, I enjoyed seeing her in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always enjoy seeing her. Yeah, yeah, but it, 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 I like how it hasn't become shtick, because I yeah. feel like Missy is a character that's so big, it could very easily, in a lesser actor's hands, become like an impression, and mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that she's still finding the quote humanity of this the gallifreyity of this character it's funny that you say that because i i kind of feel like that happened to john sim um in end of time oh boy well (laughs) that's i that was just a big that was a choice yeah so i don't know if that was the director or john sim (laughs) 
but like I mean, it was cool when he showed up and then i think it yeah. was it's it was probably the the whole master race joke which is hilarious oh see i think he lost i think but, I, I think my moment i i always think about him eating that whole chicken oh the thing, hamburger but, uh, <laughs> the hamburger yeah the hamburger <laughs> Yeah, okay. You think it's a chicken too. In my mind, he's eating a chicken. Because there's so much meat. Yeah. I just remember him like just like licking his fingers with meat. And like the only thing that I could ever kind of eat like that is like when it's like a turkey leg or something. Yeah. But yeah, oh. it's a who eats a burger like that? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um well, well, I'm sure we'll talk about oh, it. God, we're gonna see him next week. Uh, well, we don't know for sure if it's okay, going to be next week or the week after. That's true. Um, we just know that he's in one of these episodes. I really uh, wish that we didn't know he was coming back. I know. Like I the know. longer this, the longer this has gone out, like, cause it would have been incredible. Like, oh, what's in the vault and then it's Missy and we're like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And so now we're just kind of waiting for John Sim to show up. And I feel right. like T tabloids ruin everything. Yeah. God, yeah, why sucks. you gotta be like that tabloids? Because they, they, they're because they're uh, dying. They're part of a dying industry of of paper products. Yeah, yeah like they friggin' uh, Taylor Swift's dating somebody, and they're like, she's been keeping this relationship a secret for like months. Can you believe it? And I'm like, yeah, because she didn't want this to happen. Right. <laughs> How dare she hide this from us? It's none of your freaking business. Um, I just, I, I was just in line at the grocery store the other day, and I was just like looking around. I was like, who buys this garbage? Have like, you noticed? Never mind. I don't want to get political, but yeah, I, I, have just, I, I have a theory that I'm going to talk to you about off mic. Okay, um, but yeah, no, I was just like looking around, like who who buys this garbage? This is awful. Um, but anyway, I uh, I I I'm I'm excited to see where this is going. Um, the monks feel like classic Who yeah. villains. The yeah, alien I, corpse things. Yeah, yeah. The monks. Yeah, okay. The monks. Yeah, the death monks or death whatever monks. Veritas monks, whatever they are. Um they that's what they they feel like classic who villains. I think that, it's funny that it's gonna be a pyramid because they look like mummies. Yeah, they do look a little bit like <laughs> mummies. Yeah. They're like monks. Mumps? Monk monkeys. Monks. Monk um, mummies. Mummy mummy monks. Mums. <laughs> mum monks. Uh, well, I just hope that they're part of Universal's Dark Universe, which begins this July with uh, Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Tom Cruise's The Mummy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, I had a lot of fun with this. I, I mean, I, I think that it's, I think it's really good. I, I think that the, the twist at the end with the projections, like that was. Yeah. That was nuts. And just like the way that he I, I love like the I love I love that Moffat's doctor thinks so highly of himself that he actually like looks up to himself. Yeah, it's very Matthew. <laughs> and considers himself a hero. So he's like, the doctor will save me. I was like, oh God. <laughs> All right. Fair look, I'm not saying you're not right, but Jesus, man. <laughs> the doctor can be anyone. Uh I I loved I lo I really loved this a lot. So can we talk a little bit about the Vatican stuff that came into play? Because I was about it. Mm, yeah, me too. H how do you mean? That was insane. It was just so weird. 
Like the doctor talked to the Pope today. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's that. That's what you mean. Yeah. No, I I love that. And the bit where, the bit where where uh, Bill's date walks into her bedroom and there's a bunch of priests around her bed. Yeah. And she's like, oh no, <laughs> just leaves. Yeah, I was like, was, yeah, fair. That, was, that, that would be like, pretty weird. That felt like the best kind of Moffat sitcom influence. Yeah. Like it was like super and like I by the way, can we just take a little half second and congratulate Bill for getting back out there and going on a date? Uh <laughs> yeah. Good for her. She seemed nice. Uh but yeah, um and everything like I'm you know, I'm a you know, I'm a Catholic, so it the weird like the so like the, the reference to Pope Joan and uh Pope Benedict the Ninth, who many speculate was uh gay, and that's why no one in the Vatican liked him uh, as a pope, even <laughs> though. Um, yeah, yeah. There's like, uh, so how did he become pope if no one in the Vatican liked him? For he pope? became pope three different times. What? Where he was in office, was taken away from office, and fought his way back to office. He also uh, uh, won the papacy when he was 20 years old. Wow. And uh, yeah, but there's like these old the young pope, the young pope, if you will. And there, <laughs> yeah. And there are these and there are these, um, you know, historical documents or stuff from like other like bishops in private letters saying like, oh, the pope leads this disgusting, sinful lifestyle. I know many people have taken that to mean that he was secretly uh, a homosexual in the Vatican. Disapprove of that because the Vatican has weird hangups and uh, mm -hmm. to say it very lightly. And um <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then there's also rumors of uh, it's been historically disproven with time, but there's like a a myth that Pope there's a there was a female Pope named Pope Joan that secretly ruled as a man, uh, in the past. Hmm. So yeah, all that stuff super. And there was a uh, the, keeping our uh, our pattern of social justice warrior doctor. He he gets a dig in on organized religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I I was just I really uh I I loved this and I um I can't wait for next week's episode. And it, and what I like about it, I like that it's like a low-key three-part episode. Yeah. Yeah, th th there's no like big old drums and, you know, sir pomp and hype. Yeah. And and the the preview for next week's episode, it's it's a lot like um Heaven Sent and Hellbent where it's a two-part episode but both episodes are extremely distinct from one another have we ever had like a true three-parter in new who no never okay That's yeah the closest exciting. is utopia and yeah. i don't really count it because i think it's it's mostly a standalone episode with a prologue to a two-parter right yeah um but i am I'm I'm really uh I'm really excited. Just um yeah, just a really man, yeah. I mean I, I hope our listeners I I think I think I think we're entertaining when we're being positive. Um I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think know. we're usually pretty positive. Yeah, you know, it's been a, it's interesting. Do you remember back in the day when people there's still some reviews up on iTunes where it's like they just hate on everything, but it was during a dark time for the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do remember that. I just remember yeah. that was our rep for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't. Were you even on the show then? Spiritually, yeah, I've always been here. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Um. 
Yeah, during uh, during uh, season six, I think, like the back half of season six, series seven, that was uh, yeah, the dark times. Um, I we can't curse on this uh, podcast, but uh, S S S the S show season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the season yeah. looks like a um. Uh, who was uh, yeah the the season that was like a Stefan from SNL nightclub. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm really um looking forward to next week. I'm 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 just man, I'm really loving this 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 season, and I can't believe we're halfway finished already. Yeah, that's that's a bummer. It doesn't uh, feel this, like it. I know. This and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt are the only um, shows that I'm watching regularly right now. Well, that's interesting. In- interesting. Uh, interesting pairing. Well, oh, and class. Can't forget about class. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I mean, you can forget about it, but. Hey, fun fact. I've seen more episodes of class than The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, <laughs> Legion. Uh, the new ma- the new season of Master of None. Mm. Uh, definitely thirteen reasons why. Mm. Jarhead, not Jarhead. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was so weird. I was I, w- I wanted to say Jughead, but then I was like, the show's not called Jughead. And then I said, Jarhead. it should be. <laughs> I've uh, seen the way that the show's not called Jughead. It must be called Jarhead. Jarhead. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Oh my gosh! As as opposed to that one character on the yeah. show, Reggie, <laughs> who they're recasting next season. Why? Uh, because uh, I the guy took another job because he was like, "You guys aren't making me do anything." So all right, I'm gonna go do another show. And they're like, "But you were gonna be in it more next season." Oh well, I guess we'll just recast you. No. Yeah. No. So anyway. All right, so we're talking about Riverdale, guys. I don't know if any of you. Hey, I just realized we actually never said the actual name of the show. The Archie um, Show. The Archie Show. Uh, the Twin Archie. Peaks Archie Show. I have, a th- I have a feeling that now that Twin Peaks is back, that show's ratings are going to go in the tank. Oh, because like now that the now you got the real thing. Right now that the real the- thing is here, everyone's like, well. I don't need this yeah, anymore. It's like when Lost was good again. It's like for there was a really weird. It was kind of like a Mary Jane Gwen Stacy thing with America where Lost was getting really weird and people weren't sure if they were still into it. And Heroes was like this hot new mm-hmm. girl in, in school. And then Heroes went crazy. And then you went back to Lost and Lost was there mm-hmm. for you and you accepted her for her flaws. And that <laughs> made yeah. the relationship even stronger. That is so completely accurate to what the world was like in 2008. Yeah. Um, it was a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought Lost was a train wreck. Well, better go back home. <laughs> I have to go back to the island. <laughs> Baby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Well, well, well. <laughs> Look, they all had superpowers. They were actually explaining what was going on in that show. And then they explained too much and it was scary. So you, now I'm back. You weren't making yourself emotionally available for me when I needed it. You were withholding a lot from me. And I felt like I wasn't being valued. 
<laughs> oh man, that's exactly what was what it was like. <laughs> anyway, all right. Any other uh, final thoughts on uh, extremists? Are we forgetting to talk about anything? Um, uh, no. Bill's mom doesn't know that she's gay. Uh, I think. <laughs> oh, is that her mom? What What's the her deal with foster that? mom? Yeah, What's it's her foster, foster mom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, we got uh, badass Nardle. <laughs> well, ish. Though that 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 bit that joke. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit. I thought that was a little bit. Writer telling us how to feel. When Bill was like, you're kind of a badass, Nardle. I'm like, no one's thinking that. You're just saying that because you want us to feel that. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. I think the whole point was that it was a joke. Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. Because they immediately take the air, the, the wind out of his sails oh, like, right. when he makes a squeal. Yeah. Because yeah. she asks him, like, oh, are you secretly a badass? And then he has this, like, not secret nothing thing. secret about it, babe. Yeah. And then yeah. he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was funny. I like Matt Lucas in this. Um, yeah, I've, I, I he's he is growing on me, despite the fact that I do think that particular joke of the especially the squeal felt a little pl out of place in the tone of this story. Mm. Right. It felt like it belonged in more of like a, like a more silly episode. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I bet they were just like, oh, we need a laugh somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But regardless, like I still he, he is growing need, on me. We need to laugh a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of Nardle. I like the I him being around I have totally accepted now because of the the thing where like River put him in charge of making sure oh, the doctor yeah. fulfills her his promise to her. Oh yeah, that was great. I'm, I'm like, "Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, I love that. That's like, great." And that kind of makes his antagonistic nature with Nardle more fun because now it's like my wife is making you hang out with me. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's great. I actually, I, I legitimately love that. I think that's really good. That being said, I, maybe I'm in the minority on this, but I am ready for them to find a way to bring River back and have her regenerate into someone else. Interesting. I liked the second half of that. Uh, when you so I, you want her to regenerate into someone else, but you don't want her to come back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 ag I agree that you can't have one without the other. But I oh. was like so not in with what you were saying until you said regenerate. Oh yeah, and she then has I was like, to regenerate. Ooh, that's exciting, like, right? Yeah. yeah, like like imagine she regenerated into like a hot Russian guy. Uh huh. She could. Speaking be of lady. of which, let's talk about class. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I love the, I would love the idea. I would love the idea of river regenerating into like Idris Elba and like the doctor regenerating into yeah. like a woman, you river know, could very, and easily, it's like, Oh, what does that relationship look like now? River could very easily be a unisex name. Yeah, totally. Not that that matters, but you know, I don't, yeah. Let the seven. doc, let the lady doctor have a girlfriend. I yeah, mean, that's, that's true fine. too. That's <laughs> fine too. <laughs> That's Either way, too. any way you slice it, you win. Yeah. If you cast true. a girl as the doctor. That's fine, too. I'm just, I, I, I would be fast. I, I already know what River is like as a girl. So, like, I would be fascinated to see what a male River would be like. That's true. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Or if you have a female companion and a female doctor, like, then freaking River becomes kind of like the weird, like, angel. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, tuxedo mask. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. 
Um, I, yeah, I never thought I'd be, uh, ready for river to come back, but for whatever reason, the way that there's sort of, uh, he's sort of stringing that storyline along in a way that I'm really yeah, it's liking like the, now. He's still asking us to be emotionally connected to river, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, when's the last time Amy came up, you know? Right. But if things continue the way that they usually do, uh, or the way they have, I guess between the Russ, the the, the Davies era and the Moffat era, um, there's very little threads that cross, right? Yeah, uh, periods. So, um, you know, the next next season might just they like, yeah, forget everything that ever happened before now, Aww. done, because uh, that's yeah, because that <laughs> that always that always seems to be what the new showrunner wants. Um, at first even davies even davies to a certain extent that's true yeah i don't want the show to be you remember those cat people forget about them yeah forget about the cat people they're dead um so anyway uh we will be back next week to talk about the pyramid at the end of the world uh, you can find us at duelinggenre.com and all of our other podcasts. Uh, Nick and I's podcast, Back to the Future Minute, is wrapping up. We're in our final weeks of that show. Uh, Cass is uh, doing Lord of the Rings Minute, which is not in, in the final weeks of its show <laughs> and, yep. and won't be for months. Um, yep. <laughs> but, uh, but you should check that out as well. Uh, and um, like the Dunkirk of movies by minute podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Until the battle starts up, is Dunkirk supposed to be really long? Oh, I just meant like the battle historically. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know anything about the battle historically, so <laughs> there you go. Well, a lot of good boys gave <laughs> all. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. That means that you're 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 not only calling Cassandra a good boy, but you're also boy. yeah yeah you're also <laughs> suggesting you're also saying that she's giving it her all over there um she's definitely she, giving it her all over there and norman as well uh harry potterman is also in in its final weeks yeah. um they really wrapping up just about there. the same time yeah like a week apart yeah they have they have eight movies they have seven movies left yeah um we've got uh toy story minute just started we got uh some some other like non minute related podcasts kicking up. Uh, Scott Tofty's Calling BS is uh, starting in June. Oh, cool! Um, so and that that'll be like kind of like a bi weekly show. So you know, Spider Man uh, Minute, Spider Man Minute. Yeah, I can't forget about Spider Man Minute. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys just had uh, uh, legendary superstar Naomi Wong on. Yeah, we did, and then we have Jay on this week. Um, it's uh been uh it's been great it's been great i love that show dearly um mm -hmm. so if you like spider-man you should be listening to that if you're not already uh and then of course uh can't uh can't can't not thank our patreon associate producers leaper 182 and ed foster and uh we'll be back next week with the pyramid at the end of the world bye everybody bye guys bye.